I you don't know. Well, I'll I'll ask you a question and then you can answer it. Okay. Am I good at asking for help? Give me a con or some context or an example. I think you are. Mm. I don't think you're afraid to if that's the thing. What what do you mean? Well, in the most recent Warhammer video, well, I guess not the most recent one. As we're recording, yes, it would be the most recent one. It would be Fires of War. I'm trying to figure out when this is coming out. This is coming out on Sunday, mm-hmm. two days from now. Um, Fires of War came out on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And at the beginning of that video, I say, hey, it would be nice if you became a member. It's mm-hmm. not exactly how I say it, uh, but that's effectively, I, I, I'm asking people to become a member. Mm-hmm. Um there was one individual that said that what I did or how I did it was cringy enough for them to be a bit turned off to watching and listening to the story ahead. And it was, it, it kind of turned their stomach. And it might have been a little bit of hyperbole, 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 hyperbole. Yeah, it might have been hyperbolic. It might have been an exaggeration. Hmm. Um I don't know if they were able to settle their stomach down and then go on and listen to the story. I hope so. I hope it wasn't that upsetting. Yeah. Um, but it, it, it made me think I am not very good at asking for money. I mean. I know that's not the same as asking for help, but it's, it's similar. I, I, I can see how you would or could draw that conclusion, but I think that. I can kind of see what that person is getting at just because I know you have a tendency to go on mm-hmm. longer than you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe it was just too long, too much, too repetitive. I don't, I don't know exactly. Yeah. Um, and I also think that you have a way of speaking that is more direct and forthright than many people out there, especially in the realm of YouTube. So. Mm-hmm. There's no real sugar coating. It's not like, hey guys, it'd be really sweet if you would jump over to buy me a coffee and drop some dollars in there. Like, it's not like that. No. So maybe it's uh, new to them. Yeah, and it there. It's I mean, it's asking for a handout is effectively what I'm doing. Is there is a skill to it? I grew up in a Christian household, and so I went to a lot of church services. And because my parents did not see eye to eye, we would go to a version of church my dad liked and then a version of church my mom liked, always trying to find something that they could both agree on. And so I saw many, many churches. I saw and heard many, many different preachers. And one theme that was consistent throughout every single service that we would go to was the time for passing the donation plate around. Hmm. And they would, sometimes they'd make whole services about giving and how it's part of your Christian duty to, and it is in the Bible, like giving a portion of what you've earned. And so I, I got it, but there were definitely those preachers that had more of a knack for asking in a, a um, I don't know, compassionate isn't quite the right word, but in a, a gracious way, oh. a gracious okay. way, mm-hmm. or just, hey, you should give me money because you're here and I am talking to you. So pay up. Yeah. People be yow. Yeah. 
pay me. Um, and my point there is there, there's definitely, as with so many things, a skill to be had and something that I am, I mean, I know that was one user and it wasn't like 20 people said, Ooh, how about you go and eat your shorts, man? Because that was horrible. You should never ask for a donation again. <laughs> Piss off. I mean, no. multiple people have become members, so I didn't rub them too much the wrong way. Uh, multiple people have given uh, a couple donations. I wanted to actually say a big thank you for two, two, two people for that. There was one from a, I'm not going to say last names, but a Nick gave um, a, a nice donation on Buy Me A Coffee. So thank you very much, Nick. And then an Isaac gave a, a nice donation on Buy Me A Coffee. Again, thank you very much. That's super helpful. It goes for paying different bills that we have. Like truly that we have a, a, a Spotify thing that I use one of, I have a family account and I use one of those accounts at the place where I work so I don't go insane listening to horrible music because the music that they would play before I got the Spotify account was riddled with ads and Pandora and I work in a place where, how can I say this? Um, certain ads would play that conflicted directly with, it was basically like if, if I worked at Walmart <laughs> or a better example would be if I worked at like Safeway, which is a, a grocery store. And if I, and they were saying, Hey guys, come and shop at QFC for all the or greatest Kroger. deals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is another grocery store. I mean, I'm saying, I'm explaining that because different people in the parts of the country or world would be like, what's a Q Safeway? What's a QFC? Well, yeah. QFC is Kroger. That's why I said Kroger. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't work in a grocery store, but it'd be very much like that. Or if it's Trader Joe's, like, hey guys, come on down to Whole Foods for the latest deals <laughs> on water and artichokes. It's like, well, why are we playing this ad for our direct competitor here? And so with Buy Me a Coffee, people are supporting, and and the Spotify is effectively paid for each month, which is fantastic. It's, it's amazing. I, I don't lose my mind at work. Plus, you buy books with that. I buy that, books. That you read yeah, that's pretty much how stories. all of the books are paid for. It's because of, of of you all. And I've got another one on the radar beyond these ones that I'm going to read because somebody suggested a new member, Octo Octo Punch, I think your name is. You're very new. So I'm going to get you. And thank you for having a... a, a um, an icon? Yes, Octo like Punch 2000. Yeah, you've got a little... I can't tell what it is. It looks like a man with a, a head made of a TV holding a shotgun, which is... Interesting. It makes me think of um, Hotline Miami, hmm. like one of those characters. I know those are all like a chicken and a. Looks like a the TV's kind of smoking else. too. Yeah, hmm. maybe he shot himself in the face, like yeah. he killed his TV, and he's the TV. Interesting, but I I, oct I like oct octopi, cellophids, all them. That's neat. So I like <laughs> I like what's going on with your name. And you suggested a tyrannid story, and I said. Writing Tyranid stories, I know this from personal experience, is really hard. because It's like, write a story about grass. And what do you mean, write a story so about a lawnmower? No, 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 no. From the perspective of the grass. Okay, it, it wants to grow. And it went towards the sun. And it hoped that somebody came along and watered it. Like, I don't know but how to write that story. But instead, someone came and clipped it. Yeah. Like, and it had to find another way. And then a different so day, somebody... shot out in a different direction. Splattered some Roundup on it. And it hurt. And it was not happy about that. But it doesn't have emotion. So it didn't really care. It just grew some more in a different... Yeah. So what, where yeah. were you going with this? They suggested I read a, a Tyranid story. Mm -hmm. And I said I tried writing a couple, but there really aren't Tyranid stories. They are... There's and I no looked on Black there. Library that today. I went And I went to Black Library, searched Tyranids. Every single story 
that came up was clearly a Tyranid is the antagonist story because every single image showed Imperium and maybe some orcs. And it's like perfect sense. Right. There's no story with a Tyranid. You can't really do it. But you can write a story about the Gene Stealer cults, which is very possible why they introduced the Gene Stealer cults. I'm not sure Hmm. where they are in the timeline of releases, Hmm. but I can imagine they were like, we can't write stories about these guys. How about we do this? How would this even happen? And they come up, okay, Gene Stealer cult, we can write stories about them. That That's a very personable thing. We can, we can do all sorts of crazy stories with them. Somebody has just commissioned me on that note to write a Gene Stealer cult story. Um, I don't think I'm going to have the Tyranids in it too much. They will certainly be referenced, but I'm not going to have them as a big factor uh, part of the story for reasons just mentioned yeah exactly it's just like they'll be talked about and they'll be considered as reverent beings and 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 the gene stealer cult's version of a a deity but that's not like oh i'm gonna go talk to the the lictor and see what he wants for breakfast this morning hey mr lictor do you want some coffee okay cool i mean i read one short story it was a fan fiction thing and the author had given some tyranids names like no they yeah, but they also had names. kind of personalities. Too, they did. It was like, it was, just, it was like, it was not- oh, a mutant boy. It wasn't his name, but mutant boy hungered for more kills. Like, no, he doesn't. It doesn't think. It's not a sentient being. It just does. It just is. This isn't a Tyranid story. This is something else. It's fine, but it's not. It's not Tyranids. You're not doing Tyranids because that's not what they would do. Um, as as I understand them. Uh, so back to the whole asking for money thing. This We got off on a tangent because I was mentioning how a member had asked about a story and then I went off on this tangent. I'm not good at it. I'm going to keep endeavoring to be better at it because every single story that is official Warhammer is not generating ad revenue. Somebody mentioned that same person that uh, left the comment about how my my asking for money, my, my handing the passing over the plate was cringy. They said that my, um, you know, like, well, don't you get ad revenue? Technically the answer to that question is yes, but I don't think it's nearly as much as some people realize. Some people might see, Oh, you've got 6,000 subscribers. You you're making money. Like, yes, 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 we are. But the amount of money we're making is pennies literal pennies it's like 58 cents on this video 72 cents on this video for for a month i mean it's it's very 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 small amounts the most money that comes into this channel is from donations when i do a live stream and somebody like throblo comes along and because he won a scratcher throws 20 odd bucks our way those chunks of change like that or the memberships are far and away where most of the money that this channel generates comes from like Truly, 70% of it. The other, it, like, $20, $30 a month, seriously, is from ad revenue. It is very, very, very minimal. The kind of people that are making decent money off of ad revenue are the people that are getting hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands, millions of views per per video. Those are, and then on top of that, they they have ad deals, you know, Raycon and and um, NordVPN, and they've, they've got sort of deals. We don't have those deals. Um, maybe we could. I don't know. Right now, I don't think we're big enough for ad people to come along and say, hey, we want to partner up with you. I'm guessing, like, maybe 10000 would probably be the minimum 
of of you of subscribers because they want to know that your ad, their ad is actually going to reach somebody for the money invested. And right now we just don't have a huge audience. I mean, it's it's a good size audience by all means for sure, but it's it's not like McDonald's like knocking pounding on our dollar. They're like, can we give you a hundred thousand dollars a month to so you can sell McRibs? First off, no, because I don't want people eating McRibs because they're they're not good for you. Um, and secondly, McDonald's is just not going to be a sponsor. What if they gave you free coffee? What do I have to do for them? Just say you should go to McDonald's. They hey, this have makes great me cigarette coffee. Cigarette, cigarette coffee. It's got a tinge of cigarette flavor, yeah, I told, apparently. I told Farah that I like their coffee because it's got a, a slight hint of cigarette in, a, in it. True story. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it, it kind of does. does. <laughs> kind of does. Kind of does. But the memory of it, I can't think if it's like a tobacco flavor or if it's more of like an ashy it's that. Like an ashtray. Yeah, it's that. Maybe you sit in somebody's car and mm-hmm. you get the taste yep. of their ashtray in your mouth. That's exactly it. the wind it. blows in just the right direction. Yeah. But but I have fond memories of hanging out with people that smoked. So I guess that's maybe what's going on. Maybe there. it's because when we met, I smoked. It's true. <laughs> Not a lot. It was like, what, a couple cigarettes a day or something? I don't remember. I mean, it, was it wasn't so like up a and down. pack no, or something. Not at that point. Yeah. I was on the way out. Of that world. But anyway, I don't really know. I guess the my mentioning here of this whole asking for money thing is that I, I am aware that I'm not great at it <laughs> and I will endeavor to do better. I will 100% have the asking portion of the video on the video that is coming out in a couple of days from the release of this, this upcoming Wednesday, be less than three minutes. It will not be more than three minutes. Um... I'm going to aim for two minutes for the beginning and the end. No, no, no. That's the total for the beginning. Because I imagine once it's end, people are just like, and I'm out. Oh, he's asking for money. Peace. I'm really out. I'm really out. Like he kind of got me stuck at the beginning here, (laughs) but I'm, I'm so done. As soon as I heard the story was over and he said, this has been a, yeah, off to another video. Um, But also just one last thing that I want to say about asking for money is that it's not a bad thing to do. No. I think you, you kind of have to because when people are online, they expect things to be free, but things just aren't free. That's not how the world works. You're, right. you're putting effort into something, and if it's valuable to other people, then hopefully that value shines through in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, and if I can, and I'm going to try to right now summarize this in 30 seconds, the main thing that I want to get across is I only want money from people that truly like what we're doing like, I don't want to be like, fine, here's two bucks. No, I don't like why people that really like what we're doing and want more of it, like vote w- with your wallet and that can afford it. Those two main things. If it's difficult for you and you're feeling eh, things are tight, I've seen a couple of people say, hey, I live on a, on a tight budget and I can't really afford it right now, but I really appreciate what you're doing. Great. That means a lot to me. Truly. Thank you so much for leaving Time. that night's comment. That those are the two main things oh, okay. that you can afford it, and that 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 you like what we're doing. That that yeah, that's okay. that's that's it. I mean, you I said can thirty seconds. Yeah, so I just thanks. Yeah. I said thanks. I just wanted to elaborate on the on the that point that if you can't afford it, really, like I don't yeah. want it to be a struggle. Yeah, I, I really don't. I would I'd feel very odd if someone said, "Hey, you know, I used to be a fan of yours, but I and I I stopped being a member because it was just really hard for me." Like, why did you no save your money? Seriously, like, get your own affairs in order. I mean, 
this last year has been wacky to say the least. So yeah. I, I, please get your own situation good. Um, speaking of getting your situation good, that's actually not a bad segue. Um, we're gonna have to be kind of delicate about this one because we want to talk about a situation that is not our situation, but it's somebody that we know and they're kind of, they're, they're, they're a little bit unsure about their career trajectory right now. Um, yeah, this yeah. person has a job that mm-hmm. takes a lot of their time, 12 hours a day to be exact. They only get paid. I don't know if it's always 12 hours a day, but I think oh, some okay. of their days are 12 hours. Yeah. All right. Well, 12 hour days yeah. doing work for $10 an hour. Yeah. Before taxes. I just found that out. Um, I thought it was more than that. And their spouse is not currently working? Yes, but they are getting some money from past Um, work. Yeah. Yeah. um, Due to COVID, I think. Not working due to COVID, yeah. 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 And this individual doesn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, the one who's working, because They they have not been promised a promotion or anything of the sort. I don't know if it's seasonal. Is it seasonal? It's like a a contract. Oh, okay. And so they took the job thinking this would lead to a better, like good, full-on, salaried, stable position. But I I don't know if if they were under the impression that that was kind of a guaranteed thing. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, once you get your foot in the door and you do the, the... basically like intern kind of crappy work for this time, then you, you that is the next step. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they must have been somewhat under that impression or else like why would they have taken the job in the first place? Um, and then maybe as time has gone on, they're thinking, I'm, I'm not real clear on this part. It's either, it could be something unreal, totally that I'm not going to mention, but it, I'm thinking it's either I don't care enough to get to that point because this is so crappy mm. or... I really don't know if that's going to happen because I responded to the spouse, the one I know more closely. And and I said, unless they have something in writing that says, once you fulfill this contract, you will, yes, on this state, then go to that good salaried position. They're probably just going to get used and then tossed like trash because this is a huge organization that mm-hmm. cares about money above everything else. Mm-hmm. And so if they can use you up for six months for $10 an hour and then kick you to the curb. And then prob- find somebody else. Probably what they're going to do. Yeah. I would at least, if I were in their position, be looking elsewhere. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you're unhappy with your job at all, understand that that that's your time and you don't get that back. Yeah. You explain time in a way that has stood out to me I don't know how many times since you did explain it this way or describe it rather, but time for each person is like a cash machine that everyone goes to and they take out more time and they take out more time and they take out more time and they don't know how much more is left in the cash machine. You have absolutely no idea how much is in there. It's just this unknown thing. And so every piece of time that you get is very valuable. And if you're getting paid $10 an hour for your time, you have to really wonder, is that worth it? If you're unhappy with what you're doing and you're getting paid $30 an hour, like one of your coworkers was, like, and you're unhappy, consider if that's oh, worth yeah, it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. A recent coworker of mine was after coming to a job where 
Apparently, she took a double-digit pay drop because where she had been at was paying pretty well, but was so miserable. It was like, this is not worth it. I, I cannot do this to myself. And I've been in not quite that extreme of a position, but when I went from Whole Foods to working where I'm at now, I took a multi-dollar pay drop. I think it was like nearly five or six dollars. But I thought, I do not like working at this place at all. I'm so sick of it. This other job has more opportunities. It's got more things that I will learn that I can carry through, which has been very true. <laughs> I've learned more about the the world around me than at any other job I've had. I work directly with the owners of the company on a like weekly basis, almost every day that I work. Uh, no, yeah, truly every day that I work, I'm working with one of the owners. <laughs> um, two of the weekdays, I'm working with both of them. And so if I have a problem with the entire organization, I can just go up and say, hey, this is bullshit. We got to fix this. And you're like, mm, and they're you're, you're right. They're usually they're, they're like, <laughs> well, this is why we do that, doll. I'm like, oh, okay. And then other times like, yeah, you're totally right. That is bullshit. And we should change that. I mean, mm. I, I have like the, pow- the power that I have to affect change at this place is if it was at Whole Foods, I'd be like second in command. Like, it's not quite that level. And I'm sure they would say, you're not second in command. That's not what I'm saying. It's just the level of power to do things. If I want to change the price on something and I can raise a compelling argument for why that price should be changed, they'll do it. Hmm. If I say we should order more of this or we should bring in this product, they'll do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's happened multiple times with products. I say, hey, I think this would sell well. And I'm like, all right, bring some, let's bring it in. And sometimes it does and other times it doesn't. Um I worked at Whole Foods and then I took a different job where I got a pay cut of like a dollar or two an hour. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was going to boost my skills. It was an office job that Mm -hmm. I hadn't had before. And I worked there and I got multiple raises within six months. Mm -hmm. And I left making more than I had anywhere else before. Mm -hmm. But it was such a miserable place to work that I ended up quitting without having anything beyond that ready and set up. I just, I think I didn't work for a month or two or something because it just wasn't worth it to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then we did basically the same thing when we were in Michigan, we were working at this grocery oh, yeah. store that I worked oh, there a week. Gosh. I said, this is horrible. <laughs> I um, had been working there. Yeah. Yeah. I think you but were, I was in a different department. I think you were there a total of like three weeks or a month. Maybe it was at least a month. I think it was a month. At least a month. Yeah. It wasn't that long. It wasn't that long, but yeah. I found a different job yeah. shortly after. And we were just like, we've moved across the country with all of our stuff from one, all the way from Seattle to Maine. We were fine. We moved from Maine after realizing this wasn't for us to Michigan. We were fine. Yeah. We found jobs. We are fine. We can do this. So eh, I'm not sticking around at this place. It wasn't like, yeah. oh my God, I need this job, which is the kind of the mentality that so many people there seem to have. Like, I, if I left this, I don't know what I would do. It's like, you'd find another job is what you do. Yeah. You just find another job. There's postings on Craigslist every single day and you're already driving 20 miles to get to this crappy job. You could find another job. I promise you, you could find another job. Such a strange place. Yeah. But we left with a bang. Yeah. We (laughs) made an entire PowerPoint thing and showed it to. It was Google Slides. Whatever. Same basic thing. And showed it to the HR people and like, this is why your place is it was Terrible. the HR people and or there was the HR person and then the guy. Was he an owner? No, he, like he wasn't CEO the owner. He was like the something? CFO or something. He was like directly below the owners. Was... And they were just, I said, do you want to, we got about halfway through and I said, do you want to keep on going? And they're like, um, 
No, this is this is a lot to process. <laughs> thank thank you for this. I mean, we're showing showing them pictures of mold and disgusting things, talking about how people were smoking we, as they were working. It's just like we brought up how important was, issues. Yeah, like your till had to be within a dollar of what it should be. Right at the end of the night, mm -hmm. as a cashier there. And you weren't the only person ringing on your till. Yeah. The supervisors would ring on your till. And I witnessed multiple supervisors giving away pennies on my till. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, well, that's adding up. Mm -hmm. And I'm making a point to get it right on the penny because I don't want this taken out of my paycheck. Yeah, because they would take it out of your paycheck. Because that's what they would do is they yep. would take it out of your paycheck if you were off more than a dollar. Yeah, so here's and a supervisor like, ringing on her till. Giving <laughs> pennies away, not being super vigilant about how it goes. It's nah, whatever, it's a couple of pennies. Like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. If I'm over or less than a dollar, then I'm screwed. Yeah. So and you're possibly screwing me over here. It's like, how is this a thing? How? So and people might think, oh, it's not that big of a deal, but it is. It adds up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're there, like some of those people there for 15 years. How many times have you been screwed out of a couple bucks here and there? What is that? $50? That's an entire phone bill that you couldn't have paid. That you can't pay now because this ding dong didn't yeah. give a crap about your money. The point your, is your, your money. time and your money is valuable. Right. So don't waste it. Yes. Yes. Don't waste it. Don't waste your time and money. Yeah. Yeah. So bring this back around to that, that person, the one that we know. They got to get out of there. <laughs> you got to get out of there. You got to get, get out of there. That's a Portlandia sketch. It, it might sound fine for now, but you got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. What are you doing? What's going on? She's got to get out of there. She's got to get out of there. She's got to get out of there. With the gym? She's got to get out of there. Yeah. You're out of like a outside, I don't know, they're at a picnic bench or something outside. Yeah, they're one just of on them, a picnic bench Yeah, someone's taking a call like, oh, and there. there's like, what, who is that? Oh, it's Bob. What, what's going on? Oh, she's with Jimmy. Oh, he's got to get out of there. Got to get out of there. You got to get out of there. But the, the, the thing about this person is they moved with their spouse across the country. Yeah, kind of like, like we did. like we did. Um, to take a chance in a new place. And now they're wondering, what are we doing? I yeah. <laughs> I think they're kind of biding their time. So the one that makes the good money, mm. if if some jobs start coming in, then they'll they'll be fine. Yeah. I don't know if those jobs are going to come in. Yeah. Because some of that work has gone to another country, apparently. Ooh. Well, that's no good. No. Um, um, and we are looking for a different place to live. Yeah. Always, it seems. We're not in any kind of rush here, but we're not... Again, super excited about Seattle. Yeah, there's certain things that we like about it, for sure. Like the landscape, we like a lot. We probably don't want to leave the Pacific Northwest generally like there's not really anywhere so else across the country that like we're okay going maybe as far east as western montana maybe as far south as places in oregon yeah not really interested in living in california at or all. colorado really I, could, I mean colorado's pretty but it's not close enough to water for me yeah like big waters yeah we like we like being <laughs> near water partly because it's just it feels nicer in the air and then also like if things were to go super bad you kind of wanted to be near water like, i'm not really worried about like if the world didn't come to a catastrophic end during a global pandemic and like all of george floyd and all of that and we're coming back and we're fine it's going to take something really really drastic like russia and north korea both launching nukes at each of our coasts at the exact same time or something yeah 
And if that happens, I'll be vaporized, so I won't be worried about water. No, I mean, it's not even that. It's just, I remember driving back from Detroit and seeing mountains and Mm -hmm. thinking, oh my gosh, there's actual variation in the landscape. And water helps with that too. It just, it's nicer to be around. There's a feeling in the air that is different. It tastes different Mm -hmm. the air. It smells different. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't want to move away from it. We don't want to be too far away from water. We've looked at northern Idaho where there's the lakes at Coeur d'Alene. Um, we've looked at just moving outside of Seattle. You know, yeah, so just like beyond the border. Yeah. Like Shoreline, Edmonds. That, I mean, we like could that. still look into that and that would allow either one of us to get it. One of We'd either have to get a second car given our work schedule right now. Yeah. I'd have to work different days because I think you're, I mean, one of us would have to move our days around. Yeah, somehow. but my job's not going to last. Okay. It, it's going away. So, yeah, I mean. <laughs> at the at, end of next school year. Yeah. So either we move to a different part. The, another thing is, is that we would like to own a home. Like that idea sounds nice, but at the same time, given the prices of homes pretty much everywhere in the country, but especially the Seattle area, like a starter home is around $600,000. That's 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 low, I honestly. passed a condo, a posting for a condo in a pretty crappy building. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the lower windows was boarded up in this building. And the condo was on the top floor. It looked fine from the pictures because every realtor picture looks fine. Yeah, sure. Um, but it was $550,000. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were dues of five hundred dollars that you had to pay per month Sounds for like utilities and upkeep. Course. Yeah, sure. Why not? And we passed that other one that looked fine, but it couldn't have been more than 1,200 square feet or so. The house? No, that condo. Then I said, how much do you think? I said eight hundred. Oh. And you said like seven fifty, and it was seven sixty nine or something. Yeah. Like, these are more than half of a million dollars. I mean, that was nearly three quarters. That was more than three quarters of a million dollars. Hey, that's that's so it's crazy. so much money. And <laughs> we do not have that kind of money. We Making sure don't. 20 bucks a month from ad revenue on YouTube just <laughs> isn't going to cut it. Let me tell you what. I mean, that doesn't even cover that's before a phone tax. Bill. We don't even know what taxes yeah, are. Yeah, that's be like. before tax. Yeah. So. We are looking elsewhere, and if you live somewhere amazing... That you really like. Yeah, you should sell it to us, or somewhere nearby, maybe a place you've been to. We're, but well, but honestly, we're you know probably well. not, like we just said, that there's so many parts of the country, and, and people I, I, people have said, well, why, why don't you move out of the, out of the country? Talk, talk me through how that one works. Seriously, like, works. you can't even go to Canada if you're American right now. Other countries are like, mm, we don't want me right now. So we have to get over that hurdle. Most countries will only take you. If you have something to like, bring really, to the country. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. oh, you're a doctor? Yeah. Oh, you, you came up with the thing that allowed Tesla to become a company? You know the battery operations? Well, then come on over. Oh, you're an ex- exquisite programmer or something and you're you're what run you you're the one that figured out the systems that runs uh amazon web services aws come on over oh you're not one of those people (laughs) stay where you're at yeah we're not interested oh you work retail (laughs) (laughs) oh you're a governess (laughs) annie what get out of here yeah yeah okay i'll stay yeah guess we'll stay um so yeah 
We're not really interested in living in places that are super humid because it's just not enjoyable. We did that in Michigan, and that's not even super humid. That's just kind of unpleasant humid. That's not south humid. So when it comes to the United States, we're kind of saying we really only want to be in this particular area. But where can we But go? where can we get a home for, say, $100,000? That's not. Where's what? that? I think two fifty we could do, maybe. Yeah, those double wides manufactured homes aren't starting to look that bad. I mean, the one that we went to for that painting class wasn't awful. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I know. Like it, I think the kind of like cutesy little craftsman that we want that we see here in the Ballard area. It's like, oh, that starts at five hundred. That's just that's what that starts at. Mm. <laughs> or Elsewhere, or you mean? At, like everywhere. I, well, okay, not everywhere. Where, like, in certain areas, you could probably get that for a hundred, two hundred. But then, like, oh, but you're making eight dollars an hour, or you're working sixty hours a week at twelve dollars. I mean, it's maybe just, we'll win the lottery. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, we just grind, keep our heads down, mm-hmm. draw and write. That's what we do. John Wright, yeah. And on the on the writing note, like I said, I've got a commissioned story for writing a Gene Sealer cult story. I'm charging five cents a word. Um, and if you're interested in writing a story, my going rate right now is five cents a word, which is about, honestly, a quarter of what I really think I'm worth. But I have a high opinion of myself, maybe unfounded. But when I do the math on how much that that story is going to make me in hours, it's about $15 an hour, which that's not horrible. It's better than that individual that we talked about. And I'm doing something that I enjoy. So those are all bonuses. But if I could be making closer to 30 an hour doing something that I love, that would be phenomenal. That would be truly phenomenal. Great goal to have. Yeah. Somebody could say, well, just write faster. Yeah, I can pound something out. Admittedly, I could probably do that. But I, like, I know I can physically do that, but mentally I cannot get myself to do that. It's like when I'm passing garbage on the street and I can see a trash can right up there. I, I just. Gotta pick it up. I, I pick it up. I <laughs> yeah. just, I, I can't just go, mm, I see that shit bag and I'm going to let it waft in the wind. No, I, I can't do it. I pick it up and then I wash my hand. Yeah. And then I rub my I face. pick them up and then I pick my notes. Yeah, there you and then I eat my boogers. Uh, <laughs> Gross. I, what did I marry? <laughs> what did you marry? There's a good question the to secret. ponder. Uh, I don't have much else except this. the last what thing on there. on the very top? Oh, yeah. Jeez, how did I miss that? Um, well, that's great. I wanted that to be the opening thing. Maybe you could cut it and put it at the opening. Well, I don't know. Whatever. Um, If you stuck it out this long or you jumped here, I guess I could put a a timestamp so that you can jump to it because I meant to and then pin that comment. Cold Open Stories is having their next fast fiction contest. And I have entered a few of those. I think three total. Mm -hmm. Um, I've done pretty well on all three of them. But... I'm not terribly interested in entering this contest or any more of them. But what I am interested in doing is helping somebody else win as best as I can. 
And this new one, you don't have a whole lot of time to get a story in, admittedly. You've got June 30th, so you've got less than a month at this point. Um, thankfully, it's only a thousand words long, and they do give you a prompt, so you have something that, that kind of guides you. But I want to help somebody or multiple people come up with submissions to send to them and ideally win. This is kind of that writing club thing that I've talked about. I'd like to expand it beyond just Warhammer and beyond short, very short stories like this. I'd like to keep them probably short stories because that's what most contests are, are short stories. Usually it's not for books. Um, but I, I, I think it would be really cool to be a a coach, an editor, whatever you want to call it, that's kind of behind the scenes and helping somebody take their story. And then I, I talk over to them with their their ideas and go, okay, well, what if you do this and, and help them refine it and get them to, at the very least, be an editor selection. Winning would be fantastic. There's no prize besides the bragging rights, but that, that would, if you beat out 30, 40, 60 other people, that's, I guarantee you, it's going to feel pretty good. It, it truly will. This story prompt is now it's personal. Um, I could probably think up a few different ideas. I, I don't really want to do that because I want you to have your own ideas. But that's that's the theme. It has to be something that, it, it, that makes it personal. Um, and you've got until the 30th to do that. And I would be more than happy and, and want to help However many people, I mean, up to probably like 10, I can't be doing tons of people. Like 30 people going, oh, I'm reading my story. Whoa, can't do 30. But I could certainly do 10 different people and help them along. And we could help each other as well. If some people like read and kind of this a writing collective, a group, a story circle, whatever you want to call it. And so the best way to get in contact with me is the Discord. Leave a comment on this video if you're interested in doing this. Join, Jump in the Discord. There's a writing discussion page server whatever you want to call it room on there hmm. and let's see if we can get somebody to win this i think that would be really cool to be kind of like this writing club that goes around and wins contests because i think i have a, a decent idea on how to write a halfway interesting story and i know that i can write something in a thousand words because i've done it multiple yeah. times and we will link uh the Stories that Dell wrote for Cold Open Stories in the description so that you can see what he is capable of. How about that? Sure. Yeah. I will try to remember to do that. I'll remember. Okay. Well, there's, th well, three, I guess. Yeah. Wait. I think if you just search on a search engine, Delio Para Cold Open Stories, it will come up. Yeah. I know I read one for this channel, her name, but I don't know if I read the other two. I don't think I did. Anyway. Yeah, whatever. Um, and then the final thing is there's this, there's raids in Destiny. Okay, <laughs> Destiny great. is a game that Del plays yeah. a lot. Destiny I, 2. I moved from Apex to Destiny. Mm -hmm. Destiny 2. I used to play Destiny 1 back in the day with my brothers. I've gotten back into playing Destiny 2. He'll sit there from morning until evening playing it and enjoying it yeah that's not like all i do clearly no. well no it's not but on the <laughs> days that you have off yeah guys singing
The opera guy? Yeah. There's a guy that sings opera in the block north of us. I guess he's been doing it ever since COVID. No, a thing. he took a break. Oh, okay. I think during the winter. Gotcha. Anyway. Anyway. Um, there's raids in Destiny, which if you've done video games, you know what that is. It's things that groups of people go and overcome challenging things. Um, and there's a raid called Deep Stone Crypt, I think, which I don't know why it has that name. It seems like a name for a, a hive uh, antagonist prob- alien race to fight. But it's it's Fallen, which are these four-limbed creatures. They're the most alien-ish of the alien creatures, I guess. And there's this part where, I think it's after you be, do the second encounter, you go up into space and you're on this giant space station satellite thing and you're doing this jumping puzzle, jumping along and you can see planets out there. And there's this song that I think it's called the Deep Stone Lullaby that plays. And there's some some speech that goes along and it's it's really, really, really cool. I it, uh, Me and one other guy, the very first time I did that raid, had never done the raid before. And so the other four guys that were in the raid said, okay, hey, th- this is probably the best thing in all the raids that Bungie's ever put out. So everybody just be silent. And nobody said anything for the next, I don't know, three or five minutes while we were going through that jumping puzzle and this, this amazing music is playing. I'm mentioning this because it was really, really neat and only video games can provide certain experiences like that. And that's, I think, extremely cool. And it wouldn't be quite the same for you to go on YouTube and pull that video up, but it would be similar and you could get maybe a a, a, a close vibe of what that was like. So I would highly recommend pulling up the, if you just go, let me see what it is. If you go to YouTube, I suppose my search results will probably be a little bit different than yours, but if you search deep stone lullaby, that's what I was typing out. There's one by enchanting extensions. It says deep stone lullaby with Clovis dialogue, destiny Two, 30 minutes extended. I would suggest putting on some good headphones. If you've got a nice pair, put on a nice speaker, whatever, whatever good sound that you've got. And set aside three or five minutes. It, it repeats. I'm not sure how long the, the full song is. But just sit down. Maybe close your eyes. Just sit sit somewhere comfy. Put that song on and just chill for five minutes. And if you're not moved in any sort of way, well, then, then I am not like you you are different <laughs> from me i don't know i mean the like, first thing i was going to say is oh you don't have a heart but that's not true because my experiences and lives have led to a very different person that that has led to you so who knows why it moved me the way it did but well, you like, shared it with me yeah that's true and it was just on your macbook speakers yeah which weren't aren't great to say aren't the least. great but it was in the morning and i was in the middle of i was busy doing something and you stopped me and you said just listen to this and i did and I don't usually like stopping what I'm doing, but it it resonated with me. And and when I was trying to tell Vera about that experience and jumping, going through and how the guys were all silent and we were like, I, I could not say it fully without being on the verge of tears. Like if I had kept on talking, I would have started crying. But you stopped a couple times. Yeah, multiple times. And I there's just certain things that I experience in life that just do that to me. Um, 
that happens in movies. And that's not all movies, but that's kind of my barometer for what I consider a good movie now is if I am emotionally moved, then I, it probably has a higher place in my opinion scale than something that just does nothing to me. That might not mean it's a great movie and critics might say, oh, it's a terrible movie. It's like, oh, that's great. Fine. Critically speaking, maybe it is a garbage movie, but that doesn't change that I had an emotional reaction to it and that means something to me. So <laughs> that cannot be denied. Yeah. I, it, it's a bad movie and I felt positive like emotions about it. And it's a Tuesday. Like, what do you what do you, what do you want to do? Yeah, it's actually Friday, but whatever. Um, yeah. So I, that's that's what I'll leave you with. Take five minutes of your time. Pull up that deep stone lullaby, and and the one with the dialogue is really cool because it's kind of talking about. I mean, even if you haven't played anything of Destiny, or you. If all you know, it's a shooting game where you're, it's in the future and it's science fiction stuff. That that's plenty. Like well, it's well, the voice kind of gives you context. Yeah. For the setting. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. And that's it. That's it. Bye bye. Bye.